Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Lots of Love with me, Natasha Sony, and I'm really excited to have you all back here again. Um, wildly enough, it is, the high today is 83 here in Minnesota, but then apparently it's supposed to snow this weekend, so just a really odd time to be alive as it is every year at this time in this state um but yeah I'll be going back to Boston soon so we'll see how the weather is there um and before we get into this episode I do want to talk a little bit about some recent events and I think that with having this platform regardless of how many people listen to it, whether it's one or 50 or however many, I think it's important that I use whatever I can to bring awareness to things that are happening. Um, and I've done this in previous episodes, but there's a couple things that I want to talk about before we get into the main topic of conversation today. Firstly being that there was, in fact, another shooting this past week in Louisville, Kentucky, at a bank. Um, I believe, I don't know how many it is right now, but I think five people died, uh, which is just tragic. And like I said in the last, in the previous episode, talking about the school shooting in Tennessee, I don't really have the words at this point because everything has already been said and people keep saying the same things we keep asking for the same things and it's absolutely mind-blowing that action has not been taken and people don't the people in power do not care if people die they would rather keep things the way that they are for their own selfish purposes and I just hope that this all changes. Again, I do think that it's important that we keep fighting for what we believe um, because no matter what, this is a, a matter of life and death. And, you know, either we fight to stay alive, I guess, um, or the opposite will happen. So I encourage you all to stay vigilant and find comfort however you can and then just keep pushing um keep putting pressure on the people who can enact change and you can as well so I think that's important to remember the other thing is I really have a bone to pick with cisgender men mainly white men who think that it's okay that they alter, I guess, the, alter the, the path of reproductive rights in this country. Um, I'm sure a lot of you heard about the judge in Texas who banned or wants to ban uh, mifepristone, I believe that's how you pronounce it, um, which is a drug that uh, helps with abortions. Um, but the thing is, it's it also helps with other things um, beyond this. And even if it just did um, ha induce abortions, it's still an important drug to have. Um, it is from what I've seen so far, it is safer than taking Advil. It is safer than a, a lot of other things and less people are likely to die from it than um, other things that are happening, even giving birth versus um, having abortion. Y'all know the drill. Um, it's really scary to see how much has happened in the past year regarding reproductive rights in this country. And... It's frustrating, and I know that a lot of people are afraid. Um, and I think, you know, 
if you find yourself in the position where you need to maybe do something that isn't conventional to help someone in this process, you have to do it. It is, again, a matter of life and death. And I am just so beyond frustrated, disgusted, insert any word here, really, about the state of all of this. Um, but again, you can always find a safe space with me within this podcast. If you need any resources at all, I am here to help. I will can and will use the resources and connections that I have um, to help you if you are going through something where you need assistance with abortion or anything else for that matter. Um, your, your health and your body is yours and it's important. And everyone who, everyone who needs this sort of care should be able to get it. Um, it's, it's just mind-blowing how, how much things have changed and how much has happened in this, in this realm over the past year, like I said. Um, but again, here for all of you, I just wanted to acknowledge these few things. I know that there's, this is, there's so much more happening in the world beyond these things, which again are, both of these are primarily, um, U.S. issues, but, and I want to dedicate, um, a fair amount of episodes to talking about things happening all over the world and more to these issues as well. Um, I just wanted to acknowledge it in this episode, but I promise I will be talking about a lot of these issues moving forward. And if you'd like me to discuss anything, I definitely can do so. Just let me know on Instagram or wherever else. Um, and again, I'm not saying that I'm an expert in any of this, and we're all still learning to that regard, but I know fundamentally at the end of the day I believe in human rights and I believe in collective liberation and I think having those values in itself is really important and I'm here to talk about the difficult things if you need me to do so. Without further ado we will get into this episode um so enjoy. We're going to be talking about friendships and we will go from there. Hello everyone. Thank you for bearing with me in that introduction and I hope that it resonated with a lot of you. Um, we're going to hop right into this episode. I'm going to be talking about friendships, everything having to do with that, and I'm sure I'll be doing plenty of pod episodes on this in the future as well because I do have a lot of thoughts around this topic and just interpersonal relationships in general. I think that they're kind of the crux of everything. Like, you can't really get anywhere without adequately managing interpersonal relationships I guess and again I'm not an expert honestly I'm doing this episode because these are things that I have learned and these are things that with which I also struggle myself um but just things in which I'm trying to grow as well and I think that they're kind of important reminders for all of us and I hope that I'm also able to share some things that you haven't thought about too much in the past um, that may help you improve your own friendships and any type of interpersonal relationship moving forward. Um, I also want to say too, I was thinking about this earlier this week, but it's it's so interesting recording a pod because, or at least a solo pod, because when you're conversing with another person like if you're doing a podcast with someone else I feel like it's a lot easier because you have someone who's actively responding to everything you're saying and 
you can take more time to think about what you want to say next versus doing a solo episode. It's definitely kind of a challenge because I feel like I have to keep talking or I have to always know what to say and it's a bit of pressure but it is still really fun at that and I plan on having some guests in the near future hopefully so we'll see how that goes. Um, I have a list of people I definitely want to have on the pod and that's only growing Um, and I again like I said in the first episode I really want to highlight experiences and people who haven't been highlighted in the past and whom I think have really great stories and perspectives to share. So get excited for those and yeah, it it should be a fun time. So today we're talking a little bit about friendships, like I said, and I have a few notes here on kind of the overarching things that I want to cover. Um, and Firstly, I think I'm going to start off with talking about boundaries because I feel like this is a skill or a concept that is harder to establish in friendships than maybe even in romantic relationships or anything else because when you make a friend, especially a friend whom you've had for years and years and years, it can be hard to assert yourself because they've always known you in a certain way and to be what they might consider abrasive or confrontational is just really uncalled for and can be really hurtful but as I've grown older and especially honestly like as an extrovert as someone who is really really social and loves being friends with everyone, I realized how important boundaries are. And I know that there are times when I've probably crossed someone else's boundaries, um, just as people have mine, and people still do. Um, One thing that I wrote down that I haven't seen a lot recently, and I know a lot of you probably have Um, especially if you have TikTok, which I don't, but I've seen it on Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that. Um, there's like this meme or video where someone's like, oh, like when your friend is on, when your friend's phone is on do not disturb, but you press disturb anyway, because they're your best friend and you don't have the patience to wait for them. And I know that it's meant to be funny but I find it really concerning and this is exactly what I mean by crossing the line because I don't know I've never done that where I've been where I've pressed disturb anyway and I would kind of be annoyed if someone did that to me um because I don't have my phone on do not disturb a lot and so when I do it's actually because I need to not be disturbed and that's mostly when I'm Uh, working out for example um, because I don't want to be bothered with notifications like on my phone or on my Apple watch when I'm like listening to music and I'm running or something like that but in general when I see someone is on do not disturb I really value that they took the time to do that like it's so easy nowadays with technology and as their friend I want to respect the space they have and the fact that they are doing whatever they need to do to take care of themselves. Like they can only be the person I love by taking care of themselves, right? And they will only add to my life if they have taken the time to cultivate the life that they want. And that comes from taking space away from people, from being on Do Not Disturb, right? from setting these boundaries. So just a reminder going forward, if you've ever done that, I don't think you should, honestly, unless it's an emergency. And if it's an emergency, I'm guessing you'd be calling them anyway. Um, But if you're just texting something where it's just kind of where it can wait, um, which I feel like in the day-to-day most things can, then let it go. They'll respond when they respond. 
Um, and that being said, I think in general, boundaries can take shape in many different ways. Um, it could also be, you know, if someone tells you that they don't want to talk about something, don't keep pushing because they'll tell you when they're ready. And I know that I'm guilty of this because I just, I'm so, I love solving problems. I love fixing people's issues and like fixing people, I guess. So if someone is in distress, it's like I want to know what the problem is right away because I want to fix it. I want to find that solution. And that's not how everyone works. Um, and I think recently I've become better about understanding that it's okay to not know everything and if they want to tell me they will um because I know I felt obligated to tell people things in the past and then after I tell even if it's a really close friend and I tell them something I kind of have like an icky feeling inside after like oh should I have shared that with them should I have shared that personal thing with them who are they going to tell now type situation and time and time again I've been kind of I guess betray is a bit of a strong word but I've been disappointed with friends who cross that line it's like I really confide in them and then they treat it as something really light or as gossip and think that it's okay for them to tell other friends with whom they assume I'm close and I might be close with those friends but it's like I didn't tell them for a reason or wait for me to tell them myself really um and I think this is honestly in some ways gotten increasingly harder with social media because it's so easy to update people and the obligation to update people um I'm sure obviously people like celebrities or influencers or people with large followings feel this pressure all the time but I feel like even me with my friends I feel like I have to to update everyone on every little thing and it's almost like I'm afraid that they'll make assumptions otherwise or people will talk and it's like I'd rather be in control of that narrative I guess um and that kind of goes back to the whole identity conversation we were having the other week but yeah just generally I I think that boundaries are really important and a lot of friends recently have been asking me how they should have the conversation with someone else who isn't respecting their boundaries like if your friend comes to you and they're pushing you to share something with them or they're complaining to you, you about something that you don't want to hear right like you don't have the capacity right to deal with those issues right now which is the other side of it too like sometimes you just can't be the friend whom the other person needs in that moment because you have your own things and your own weight that you are carrying right and you want to give the best version of yourself to the ones you love but you can't do that so with that being said I think that being straightforward is the best option and this is honestly so hard to do especially if you've grown up in a place like the midwest where everyone's a little bit more passive um I think I've become better at it by being in Boston and also just growing as a person I think even in the way that I've changed or bettered myself like as a roommate throughout college till now and the communication in that respect, communication in romantic relationships, whatever it is, has really helped me communicate better in friendships. So, I don't know. I feel like if your friend really cares about you, they will, it might be hard for them to hear, but they will understand and care about how you feel and be able, be willing to work through that and respect that boundary um if they can't do that then they're not at the point of growth that you are which is fine we all are at different points in our lives but you know then that also teaches you like oh this is how this friendship is going to be moving forward until they show me a different 
side of themselves or until they make those changes. So just keep that in mind. And I think that it's important to kind of start off this conversation on that note because the next thing that we're going to talk about is accountability in friendships. Um, I'm going to give a little bit of a story here, but one thing that really frustrated me in college especially was, um, and I saw this like in a lot of spaces with like guy friend groups or like in fraternities, I guess, is that instead of actually truly authentically holding your guy friends accountable for how they've treated someone else, um, you instead support them even if they're wrong. So for example, um, I was dating someone who did something very unkind and hurtful toward me and people decided to support him not that we were like pitted against each other but people didn't hold him accountable people weren't like instead of telling him like yo you shouldn't have done that they instead were like oh you know like it's better to just keep the peace and not talk to our friend about how they need to grow and change moving forward um and this obviously happens across the board as well this happens in female friendships too like i'm not just saying that it's only a guy thing but it's just something that I noticed when I was in college because it happened to me um but in general I think that if your friend is doing something wrong and again I know wrong is kind of a subjective term like I'm talking about when they do something that doesn't align with your values when they do something that is out of character and that you find problematic instead of blazing over it and quote-unquote keeping the peace talk to them about it get through to them because they're going to listen to you more than other people if they truly value your friendship and if you don't like something that they've done to someone else or maybe something that even has to do with you it is your right and your responsibility to talk to them about it and to share how you feel um this can be really hard to do in friendships because again you don't want to cause friction. You don't want to be like in a fight with someone. Um, and personally, like I've had friendship fights before. I've never had a falling out with anyone to the point where we aren't friends anymore. Um, like even people where I've had like arguments with them or whatever else or some sort of friction. Um, we're still good friends to this day and I would still be happy to see them. So I don't know. I think it's just a matter of growth, really. Um, it's a matter of being in touch with your emotions and understanding like where you went wrong, where the other person went wrong, and then also like what their intentions actually were. Um, because you know like the true character of someone who's your friend and, you know, presumably if they are your friend, you like who they are authentically, like you like their character, etc. Right? So I think it's fair to hold your friends accountable if you don't think that they're if you don't think that they're acting kindly in whatever situation. Um and I also think that it's fair too to end a friendship over something that is really really extreme like for example if I had a friend which I don't um and I don't really think I ever have um but if I had a friend who right now said that they are an avid Trump supporter that, that they're really conservative they believe all these different things that are literally the opposite of what I believe I would be totally fine like not being friends with them I'd be I'd be like you know this is what I believe this is why I mean if if they deserve that type of energy from me I would be like yo like you need to like reevaluate your 
your thoughts and beliefs and priorities, etc. And if they can't get on board with that, then so be it. Um, we're at the point in our lives, well, I know I have different people of different ages listening to this podcast, but if you're like in your 20s, like I am, we're kind of at that point where it's important to choose the people. You have more freedom to choose the people who are around you, and it's important to do so. And I think it's totally fair when it comes to something like human rights um, to choose to have friends around you who believe in the things that you do to that extent. I'm not saying that they can't have, you know, small differences. Like, you shouldn't have people around you who are exactly the same. Um, but it's like, you know, that quote of like, you know, it's okay to dis disagree on pizza toppings, but not on something even greater, like, um, whether you believe that Black Lives Matter, or whether you are pro-choice, or whether you are Trump supporter, you know what I mean? So, accountability is really important, and I have a lot more that I could say on that, but I'll, I could probably do a whole separate episode on all of this as well. So I'm just going to leave it at there for now. Um, beyond all of this and kind of flowing off of what I just said about having those differences, one thing that if you're going to take anything away from this podcast, listen carefully to what I'm about to say. Your friends do not operate in the same ways that you do. So the way that they approach problems or stress or anything like that is not going to be the same way that you approach it. And honestly, this is something that I've had to really unlearn and learn as a Virgo and just as the person I am because I'm someone who if I look at someone and I don't think that they're living up to the potential I know that they have, I feel like this this large sense of like control that I need to like place over them and tell them like no you're doing this wrong like you can do better you can do this you can do that um this is the way that you should be approaching this situation basically and honestly I've had to that's something that I've had to learn about myself and I've had to let that go when it comes to other people because people are going to do what they want to do and that's not a knock to you and it's not that they don't value your input it's just that at the end of the day it's their decision it's their life and they need to make those choices and learn on their own you can't control other people and you shouldn't expect you know even if you're going on a trip with friends or even if you're going out to eat with friends or just hanging out whatever it is not everything is going to go your way because they're not you. Um, for example, my best friend, Harmon Preet, who, whom if you know me, you probably know that she is my best friend or you or you know her personally. Um, we are best friends, but we're also very different in a lot of ways. Um, she is extremely skilled at compartmentalizing and kind of focusing on one thing at a time which I'm not like if something is on my mind it's it's gonna eat me alive until it gets addressed um and this has kind of I think come to fruition in many different ways in our friendship over time and honestly like we've seen each other through a lot like for example on my end um she's seen me through almost everyone I've dated like since high school she's seen me go through high school college and then now like post-grad grad school all of that um and a lot of different experiences within those things um and and vice versa to that extent and it took a long time I think for us to learn this about each other that we're gonna approach the situations in our lives differently and again it's not a knock to me if 
Harmapreet doesn't do something the way that I want her to do it, right? Like it's her life at the end of the day. And the, the thing that I value most is her happiness. As long as she is happy and safe and healthy, she can do what she likes. And there are certain things that there could be certain decisions that she makes that I'm like, okay, like I wouldn't have done that. Um, and I don't think that's right. And this is what's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. But again, that's for her to learn and vice versa. Like I definitely do a lot of things that she wouldn't do, but that doesn't make, that doesn't make her thoughts or her presence in my life any less meaningful it's just we're learning alongside each other and we're helping each other through that process we're supporting each other um and that being said I think it's really important to focus on actually knowing your friends and what their likes and dislikes are what their preferences are how they operate again in different situations whether it be problem solving leadership traveling um, relationships, whatever else, actually know how they are rather than only focusing on the purpose that they serve in your life. So a lot of times when you compliment a friend, you often talk about how generous they are, the things that they do for other people rather than who they are on their own, like who they are intrinsically and like their existence on this planet. So that's something that I try to be really intentional about um, when I'm telling my friends how much I love them or I'm complimenting them. It's like even if they did nothing for me, which obviously they're my friends, they do a lot for me, right? And vice versa, I do a lot for them. But even if they did nothing for me, what are the qualities that I like about them as a person um, regardless of what they do in my life and the kind of friend that, that they are to me if that makes sense. Um, I was reading about this a long time ago online but people were saying that often when you are talking about how great someone is it's always about how they're serving you rather than you know, just who they are as people. Um, and I think that's really important to remember when thinking about why you value your friends and, you know, how you know them. Like, do you know them just because they do X, Y, Z for you? Or do you know what they actually like? Do you actually know facts about them um, and their interests and their goals and dreams, right? Um, so know your friends, like truly authentically know your friends, take that time, be intentional with learning about them. Um, to that extent, I think that it's important to remember that priorities can change every day. And one thing that I've discovered about myself is that I like prioritizing people so I know in college this was definitely a challenge where you know I know that I need to study for this test I know that I have this huge assignment due tomorrow but my friend needs me right now or I need to attend all these meetings because other people are depending on me so like I'd rather address you know other people and how what they need from me versus what I need to do for myself um and I always crafted my schedule around other people and what their preferences were and this ended up hurting me in a lot of ways because other people don't do that they schedule a time for themselves and then will fit you in wherever necessary right um and that's kind of a yeah so that was kind of just something like a pet peeve that I had but and something that I had to remind a lot of people in my circle, I think, and just in general, like even in relation, romantic relationships and things like that, that just because this is what you do one day doesn't mean that you can't make plans for tomorrow with me or this doesn't mean you can't prioritize me another day and vice versa. Um, a lot of people get stuck in the same routine and kind of create these internal 
policies for themselves that they think that they always have to follow and they think that they can't change based on the day. Um, so just remember that like when you're making plans with people. I also think that there is a balance of making sure that you do carve out time for yourself and self-care. Like you can be busy. You can say you're busy just spending time with yourself. But I think it's important to acknowledge that everyone is busy and the person who is asking you to make plans is also busy and also has responsibilities. Um, so it's not just about you, but kind of meeting someone halfway. And this is something that I still feel like I have to navigate. And I actually want to do a whole, I keep saying this because I could do episodes about all these little topics as well. So I'm sorry if that's annoying, but I actually could do a whole episode on the concept of being busy and what I've learned and what has kind of frustrated me when people just say I'm busy because yeah that's a whole separate thing and I will definitely do that episode in the future and maybe more of a rant honestly just a little bit of a warning there but regardless when it comes to friends just know that your priorities can change and just because every Saturday you've done this thing that doesn't mean you can't take one Saturday to spend time with your friend um yeah so that's kind of all grouped together one thing I do want to talk a little bit about what I me specifically and how being an extrovert and having a large circle has come into my life or influenced my life um I think it's really it's been really challenging ever since I was a little kid honestly of knowing how to balance that because I do really love being friends with everyone and if you know me you know this is something about me like I'll literally walk up to anyone and want to know everything about them and I think a part of the reason I like doing that and it is genuine like I promise you it is genuine it's just that I hate when people are exclusive I don't like exclusion so I try to include people as much as possible and make people feel like they're in a warm welcoming space because I know how it feels to be excluded I know how it feels to I also know how it feels to be seen and to be acknowledged and to be valued and I feel like it's so interesting because there, sometimes I'll go into a space fully expecting to feel warm and welcomed and valued and it'll be the opposite versus another space where I'm like oh like they won't even care that I'm there and I go and they're so focused on my presence and are so happy that I actually came. So I think it is hard because then I end up getting to know a lot of people and I view them all like they're all like valuable people in my life and valuable people on this planet. So the way that I regard them or the time that I would carve out for them, they wouldn't necessarily do the same for me because most people are better than I am, I would say, at kind of how much they invest into others and, you know, wearing their heart on their sleeve and things like that, um, which I'm still navigating because I will give everybody 150% if they need me to do so. And I know that that's not always, or most of the time, honestly, that's not what the case is for me. Like if I need someone to invest that much in me, they won't do it. And I know that I have high expectations for people because I have high expectations for myself. But again, this is something that I've had to learn about myself to be a better friend and to be a better friend to myself. Um you know, in life. Um, and honestly, there's times when I actually do envy introverts because they're so good at keeping tight circles of people who actually add to their lives and are so good about cultivating that. Like, I could take my, my brother, for example. Like, he is so cool with just having the friends he has and not feeling that sort of want or desperation to grow his circle and be friends with everyone and I feel like he truly has people in his life who value his presence always 
and he can be content with that rather than being hurt um which I feel like I've been a lot more than he has um so it's just something that honestly this is something that I'm working on a lot and I think it's something that I will be working on for the rest of my life truthfully and I come to new realizations every day about the concept of having a large friend circle what that means the concept of inclusion and just how I practice self-care and self-preservation in all of that um I'd love to hear what you all think or what your experiences are in this realm especially from other fellow extroverts and then also like honestly even if you're not an extrovert you know kind of how you manage friendships in your life um because yeah it's 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 such a journey for me and I'm not saying that I'm the perfect friend or that I have always been there for everyone which is like that's that's impossible and not true and I know that there are times when I could have been a better friend and even just a better person but I do know that I probably do get hurt in friendships not even like dramatically like there's no confrontation that happens again I'm still friends with them but it's like I expected so and so to be there for me in this time because I would have been there for them but it just doesn't happen that way because they don't regard me in the way that I regard them not that they don't value me it's just people have more walls up than I do um I'm I feel like I'm very easy to get to know because I will be very open I don't mind being transparent and it it can be a challenge at times because again like I was saying earlier with the transparency with sharing so much with wearing my heart on my sleeve there sometimes is that icky feeling afterward of like oh why did I give so much to this person when I know that they will never do the same for me um so just something to think about again would love to hear all of your thoughts as well um and I think another thing is you know to this extent um talking about like friendships fading over time like I said I've never really had a falling out because I just am not that person like I like being friends with everyone like I said I've never really had a falling out that has resulted in me not being friends with someone anymore where we're like I don't want to be friends with you anymore to each other like that has never happened to me um and I know that it happens to a lot of different people and it could be just people outgrowing each other it's not necessarily anyone's fault or maybe it is you know whatever it is right um but I do have friendships that have faded over time just because we moved we've gone to different places we're in different parts of our lives like people I would have been people I would have considered my best friends or I would have you know told them everything at one point I now rarely see rarely have a conversation with them right and literally it's not because of any bad thing that happened or anything that happened at all it's just because we went our separate ways life happened um and I think that it's hard to be okay with this especially as someone like myself who who wants to keep the not super tight between me and like every other person I ever meet um but it happens and like you can still root for people even if they aren't in your corner the way that they used to be right and we're all gonna grow and change and I feel like this is in that sense the people who stick by you through all of that like those are your people right like those are the friends you will have forever and you kind of realize who's truly gonna stick around in your life um like for example with my best friend Harmon Preet there are many 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 reasons why we could have drifted apart and 
yeah, there are so many different reasons why, right? Not any negative reasons, just that we are in such different places in our lives. And honestly, we kind of have been or always have been, more or less. But we have stuck by each other through everything that has happened and we've learned with each other. I think we're committed to learning with each other and learning and growing with each other. Um, and honestly, I feel like doing this in friendships and again, thinking intentionally about how growth happens in friendships can inform other aspects of your life so well, like when you are in romantic relationships or things like that, um, you're kind of more prepared to know how to grow alongside someone. Um, and sometimes, you know, it could be, again, not even in a negative way, but some friendships or some people just don't serve you anymore. Not literally serve, like, it was all about what they did for you, but it's like it doesn't add to your life in the way that it did. It doesn't um, intellectually or emotionally stimulate you, right? And I think that's okay. I think that's something that I have grown to be okay with over time and again still a work in progress I think for all of us but this is just me reminding you all that it's okay if that happens so I'm gonna keep it here for now in terms of friendships I just kind of wanted to dive into it a little bit but like I said there are a lot of different topics that I covered in this in this episode that I could go into like more in depth in a future episode so let me know if you want to talk, if you want me to discuss anything more specifically. Um, there are definitely people I want to have on the pod to kind of talk about some of these topics too with me, like how they, how they manifest in our friendship, um, like between me and that podcast guest, or just in general with other experiences that they've had. So stay tuned for those, and I hope that this served you a little bit in the meantime so as always I'm going to end on my typical notes something that brought me joy filled me with love this past week um like I said it at the beginning of the episode it's literally the high is literally 83 today here 84 now actually in Minnesota and it is April 12th and on April 1st it was snowing so it's been really nice to see the sun shining so brightly and honestly just waking up to the sun and to the warmth the past few days I'm not a huge warm weather person I like colder weather like my ideal temperature range is like 40 degrees to 60 degrees and I think that my ideal summer it would only stay in the 70s like it would not go above the 70s like it wouldn't even touch the 80s um so it's a little bit warmer than I'd like today but that being said it's been really nice to run outside and just be outside in the sun without having to bundle up in any sort of way um it's again nice to wake up to a bright sun it makes it easier to get out of bed I think and I feel a lot more energized and motivated and it just goes to show how much weather impacts your mood because I didn't even realize all of this because I had been in that cloudy cold weather for so long especially like with being in London it's not like it's sunny but it doesn't get sunny the way that it does here over there and so it's just been kind of I feel like it's been more of a shock for me this year but honestly I'm into it I'm excited about it and I'm expected to I'm excited to spend more time outside in nature. I'm so excited for the flowers to bloom. I love a good flower, honestly. Um, and yeah, it's been great, you know, seeing people here in Minnesota. Saw my brother again this past weekend, which was really fun. And the weather was warm, so we got to walk outside around the, around the lakes. And I'm just, yeah, I'm excited for the sun to get a little bit tanner. Um, because other brown people will understand, but honestly, like, even in the winter, you do feel kind of, like, you don't glow in the same way, like, you kind of, like, brown skin also pales, 
So I'm excited to glow again in this sun. Um, and we'll see what happens. Song recommendation for this week. So again, I am going to go with the whole entire album. Daniel Caesar uh, came out with an album this past Friday. And it's really funny because when you go, usually when someone comes out with an album, if you, and let's say the song is on like the New Music Friday playlist on Spotify, if you press on the song, it'll take you to the whole album. But for him, I pressed on the song and it took me to just that one song. So I didn't think that he had dropped an entire album. Like he so subtly dropped this album and then slowly, uh, my friends and my brother and I, we all realized that it was actually an entire album. So I listened to it this past Sunday, driving around, the weather was super nice and it is such a vibe. I love this album. He did not miss. Um, it's definitely more of a softer, like smooth vibe, which is who he is. Really, he's not someone who does a lot of like hyped up stuff. Um, but I think it's great. I think it's great for the springtime, great for anything really, very pensive. It's a very pensive album. So go ahead and listen to that. Like I said last week, everything that I mention or recommend in my podcast will always be listed in the description. So you don't need to, you know, actively try to write down whatever I'm saying. Like, it'll be in the description of the pod. Um, so I'll put... Daniel Caesar's album in there and we'll be good to go. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much everyone. I hope you all have a lovely week and remember to give the pod a follow wherever you're listening to it. So follow, literally like click follow on Spotify, click follow on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, sorry. And we will go from there. Sending you all lots of love, and I will see you next week. Okay, this is really random, and I can't believe I forgot to talk about this in this episode. Um, so I apologize for the addendum, but another thing that I wanted to mention about friendships is that I truly believe that if you are not supporting your friends' endeavors, like whether they're creative endeavors, career endeavors, whatever it is, if you don't follow, if you don't listen, if you don't like whatever it is they're doing, then you're not a good friend, you're not a support friend, and you're not actually their friend. Um, for example, whenever any of my friends start something new, like let's say they create like a blog or like a Substack or something or they create a podcast for example or they post a YouTube video like I am there I am subscribing I am following I am liking I am watching listening whatever it is because I support my friends and their growth and I think the views and the likes and the consumption does matter to that extent and I feel like if you are willing to follow the same copy and paste basic people online then you can take a second to follow your friends and to support them we should all be rooting for each other and i think it's just really fishy and really sketch when people don't do that so i wanted to add that in there and like i said in the end of the episode hope you all are doing well and see you next week love you